You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio or downloading our podcast. I guess at this point, you're not tuning in anymore. Greg, we are from the future. We are from the future. So before (laughs) we play today's full episode, we have a full episode with guests and everything. We afterwards did an interview with Arj Barker. Yes, we are sitting here in the studio. He just left an amazingly hilarious guy. Yes, you know him from uh, Flight of the Concords. He was on there. He's been on... He's he's been a part of a lot of things. Yes, and uh, we did the interview with him. So we wanted to not rather rather than just like interject that into the show at some point. We're just going to play that in its entirety first. Yes, and then that will be followed by the regular episode of Fun Employment. There is much merriment to be had uh, during the episode as well. Absolutely. So a lot of stuff for you today. So here he is right now, Arj Parker. Woo-hoo. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Kevin Pollack, and you, of course, are listening to Fun Employment Radio. But you knew that, didn't you? You didn't need me to point that out. By the way, check out TalkinWalkin.com. We're talking walking on iTunes. It's me. Talking is walking. Wow. All right. That's a good liner. It is a good liner. Yes. Kevin Pollack. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you for tuning in today. If you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can join us in the chat. And as promised earlier today, I'm apparently losing my voice. I guess so, huh? <clears throat> yes. Uh, allergies are rampant here. But joining us now in studio, the one and only Arj Barker. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you? I apparently need to turn on your mic. First day, first day. There we day. go. <laughs> Portland, hello. Welcome back to Portland. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, so this, I just came straight from the airport, too. Oh, oh really? Yeah, so I just ju- jumped right in the car, came straight here, got my suitcase. Here I am. That is awesome. Very excited. Haven't even gone to my hotel yet. Wow. Oh. Just said, uh, just, I just said, went in the taxi and I said, take me to the hottest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew where to go. That's all I said. He knew it. That's kind of scary that he knew where our address was. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> so it must have been a good flight. You seem like like you're in a happy mood. Do you uh, like to fly? It was fly? fun. I played my favorite video game on the iPad called Machinarium. 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 No, I don't know which one that is. It's beautiful. One of those. It's beautiful. What is it about? It's about this little robot and he's got to go around and <gasps> help help his friends and um it's really creative and the the soundtrack's so awesome that it actually was released as an album oh really what are they called binaural beats and okay sort of it's just it's a beautiful game and it, it's got it's, it's filled with little puzzles and stuff. It's good on an airplane. That's good. Well, I, I, recommend, I re- if anyone's looking for a great <laughs> iPad game, definitely check that one out. <laughs> a lot of people out there are like I already knew about that two years ago. I've been playing it for two years though because I'm not very good. At it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're just ex- it's called like, it's like machine, but it's like machinarium. Oh, okay. And it's this little city, and then the music. <gasps> there and it the, is, the, an the independent graphics. puzzle slash adventure game. Okay, really I already cool. like this. I like, I mean, like it. It's really cute too, like little robot. There's all these like there's this really like evil robot that goes around and <laughs> screws with, with the other robots. <laughs> it's it's fun. Evil robots, adventure and puzzles. I like that. Yes, that is good. Well, I imagine you spend a lot of time on a plane anyway. As it I is, I spend a lot. You know, I study plane etiquette. <laughs> I think the word needs to get out. When it's time to deplane, let the rows in front of you. You know, you should stop for someone that's waiting to get their stuff. Totally, it's mm-hmm. one of the rudest things when people. Yeah. And so I rammed in. I didn't ram into this lady, but I kind of merged. Aggressively, <laughs> merged well, some her. lady wouldn't stop, and I sometimes I just I just I shouldn't do that because I try to avoid conflict. But um, <laughs> sometimes would, it just needs to be you know pointed she out. She kept going. She just kept going. Wait, so was she behind? And she yeah, was she trying was to behind. cut ahead. And so I was I was giving it the gesture like, oh, I'd like to get my bag. 
Yeah. And she kept going, and so I just said, uh, and just j- jumped in anyway. Good. A good shoulder that's check a, is okay sometimes. I didn't actually <laughs> make physical contact, but a brush. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's exactly what needs to happen. I can't stand it when people do that. Because it's like, that's that's the rules there of the rules. play. There are rules. There are unwritten and written yeah. rules. It you is. Don't cut in front of somebody. I mean, there's like, sometimes there's like some older people waiting, and they're like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody's just sitting there passively, and then mm-hmm. fine. Sure. But if I'm waiting... You got to let people go in. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Otherwise, you sit there the whole time if no one did that. Yeah. And you'd just be trapped because... It's chaos. Yeah. Did you yeah. It's, it's like driving, you know. It's different in driving. You don't have... You, 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 you're supposed to wait till it's clear and merge. Totally. Mm. But that's the problem. People are applying driving rules to deep, 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 uh, deep planning rules, mm-hmm. and they're not the same. There should be a test before you can get on a plane. This is true. Because there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of things along those lines. Yeah, I the last flight I was on was for I flew Spirit Air, and that was oh. the worst plane I have ever been on. There I was, heard they charge for carry on. They charge for carry ons, and um, it looked like it was basically held together with duct tape, and there was a puddle in the seat next. Yeah, to I remember you saying a that puddle, an anonymous puddle, an anonymous puddle <laughs> for no reason after the plane had Actually, been cleaned. They, they started charging for puddles. Now. <laughs> I, I suppose so. It was my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, some of these cheaper airlines actually got their planes like. The planes that the other airlines didn't want anymore. Oh wow! You know, like so it's like, like second-run airlines. I don't know like if they're around anymore, but there was one that I flew out to the East Coast years ago. Uh, it's like really, I forget the name of it, but seven forty-seven was so old and just run down. And it's oh, scary. it's always unnerving when like you're on a plane with like ashtrays on it think, still well, too. It's like how old yeah, is this? Yeah, when you see ashtrays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I haven't said that a lot of airplanes. Are just as old, but they redo the inside. Yeah, so you wouldn't know, but at least you feel safer. It's, yeah, yeah, it's Looks visual safe. trickery. That's okay. That's fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, ashtrays always. I find that alarming. Yeah, it's too. like didn't yeah. they outlaw smoking in like early '80s on planes? They should. I think yeah. they did. So I'm like, all right, so this plane's roughly about 30 years old. It depends where you're at, though, because I was in. Um, when I was in Europe uh, about a few years ago, I was alarmed how many people were smoking just in the airport. Yeah, like in Croatia, there was no non-smoking things. You could smoke all the way up to getting oh, on yeah. the plane. Like everywhere, oh. yeah, yeah, which yeah. was kind of I, weird. I'll probably date myself, but it wasn't too long ago. I remember smoking, smoking on airplanes in Europe. Yeah, I was about actually that would have been in the nine uh, late nineties. Really, it was still allowed. Oh, big time! Yeah, on a flight to Spain, mm-hmm. you just walked to the back. Oh, <laughs> dude, that would be because awesome. I'm like the last time I was in Europe was in like ninety nine or two thousand. That rule was already gone. Some, some airlines somewhere in the world probably still smoke. Probably, yeah. I'm sure if you're flying to like. Eastern China or something or Western China. I'm that's what I heard about uh, Johnny. I don't Depp. know why I'm picking on. China. Uh, why are we that's talking about assuming. smoking and now I'm bringing up Johnny Depp? But I heard <laughs> that's why he always charters his own plane because he likes to just chain smoke while he's while he's flying. That's the only. That's reason. a ridiculous amount of money. I know. Well, I want to be comfortable with my cigarette. Well, where were you flying in from? Oh, I was coming in from San Francisco. Okay. Which yep. was uh, where I'm spending some time, sort of based there at the moment. Yeah. While I work around the states, visiting family, friends, and um, and I also live. About half the time in Australia. Yeah, I was going to ask. I thought, uh, yeah, you're down in Australia quite a bit because I remember when you were last in here, you were talking about that. It's yeah, you're like a mega superstar, and I mean, not that you aren't in the United States, of course, but also oh, well, like in Australia, you're like a you're I, an overlord, aren't you? I never use terms like overlord to describe <laughs> myself, but, <laughs> but there's statues of you. I would say up. that I definitely have a, a, lar- a better, a more sort of higher profile mm. in Australia than I do here, so. Like here, I might get a couple hundred people on a good night, and there I might get a couple thousand on a on you know on a good night. So you can see that's roughly ten times <laughs> <laughs> more overlordish over there. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so it's sort of just like the way it worked out so far. But you know, I haven't given up on the states. I'd like to bring uh, pick up my game out here a little bit. Yeah, 
It starts with this podcast, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, the word out. This is where it all begins. <laughs> but I still love it. You know what? I love my favorite part of the whole country to tour is the Northwest. So I'm going here and I'm going to Seattle next week. And then I'm going to a great club in Minnesota after that, Acme. But it's uh, I, I still love the States and I love touring and going to these places. And it doesn't mean it's any less enjoyable just because I'm playing in a club versus a theater or whatever mm-hmm. or having to, you know... Uh, pay for my own meals or whatever. <laughs> Are you well, see, ever this not thing, having to pay? You know, <laughs> it's weird having to pay for a meal at, in a restaurant when yeah. you're done, and not just having them go, <laughs> Mr. Barker. We got that. <laughs> it Does that really happen a lot? It's a novel idea. Yeah. Oh, you want me? To? All right. <laughs> this is kind of cool. So I just, just laugh in money? their face. <laughs> Uh, no, that doesn't happen. To you. <laughs> I think we have some triscuits. Occasionally, like a little a free dessert or something. <laughs> I think he was expecting a buffet. Is what he's basically saying. We kind of failed on that one. I failed miserably. Sorry about that. But you offered me coffee. It was nice. That's, That's true. true. And Mary Ray took like she was. I think she felt um, sympathy for me because I'm like we just made coffee and I think she did a yeah, pity well, you coffee. put a real guilt trip on us. Like, I, I made know. coffee. And <laughs> you guys don't even want any. It was kind of a crapshoot. I'm like, well, maybe. And you don't coffee. even drink your own coffee. You have a I, Starbucks. No, this is the coffee that I made. I just I refilled. Mm. I yes. refilled. Reusing. Yes. It's being Fair. green or yes. something Fair. like that. Fair. I don't green know. Living. Yes. Something so, along those lines. So, yeah, I was just, yeah, so what I was asking, when are you not touring? Are you just always on tour? Do you oh, ever no, take actually, any time you know, off? No, I mean, I do. In fact, after these weeks, I'm taking 20 days off before another going around for about a month after that. But I like to work and, and it's hard to say no. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if other comedians feel that way too because mm-hmm. you work so hard to become a comedian and then... When you do, you b- have that built-in sort of reaction to, yeah, t- you know, take a gig. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a complete farce, but, you know, a, de- mm-hmm. a gig's a gig. And also, the, my agent knows which clubs I like and which areas I want to work in, and so I can't really say no to these because I, I do enjoy them. But I did have a word of them. I'm like, you got to slow down, man. Like, you're, doing t- you're doing too good. <laughs> you're doing too well for me. And But he, he knows. He goes, I know, but I know you love these clubs, and it's true, so... I am a little bit, I do tour a little more than part of me wants to, mm-hmm. but another part of me wants to tour all the time. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I'm kind of a, confl- a conflicted individual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would think, you know, with all the work that you've put in just to your career to get to this point, you know, yeah, where you can do it. Yeah, I still appreciate that. It's amazing that, like, I, you know, work, you know, come out and headline a nice club like that. So it's, but but also, and there's another reason too, which I haven't, which is also very relevant, is that. I'm going to tour most of next year in Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, not most. That's not true. Maybe six or seven months. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hit every major and every medium and even a few smaller cities there. So that that's dozens of of uh, cities. And sometimes I'll stay in a big city for almost a month just doing you know six nights a week. Lots of shows put that way. And I have to have my new show ready. So when I come here, I'm hustling to work as many shows as I can. Uh-huh. Not just because it's fun, but also I'm working on my new show. Okay, so just so, like practicing the new material. So when people come out this weekend, that they're going to see me. Not like it's going to be all patchy and cobbled together. <laughs> <laughs> have a notebook gonna, out gonna, there. I, I probably do. Like I may well try stuff out or you know mess around a little bit and try to dig out some new ideas or whatever. Nice, but it, but it's all workshop, and I I think that's again I think I speak for a lot of comedians. Each show, if you're always thinking towards the future and having a new show. You know, each show's an opportunity to try to get better and try something new mm-hmm. or make something work better. And it's an ongoing workshop. Yeah. Except maybe 
maybe when you film your special or something, then you just go, I'm just going to do what I know works. Yeah. But otherwise, it's always like pushing it a little bit, trying a little bit, do something a little different. And so... Now, do you find you do the same kind of show in like in, when you're touring the States as opposed to touring Australia? Is it like the same material or would, like since you're writing it well, as you go along? it depends. On, on a few jokes, don't travel. Like if it's a joke yeah. about... I have some a few jokes about... Uh, let me think. Actually, I'm not sure. Like I have a new joke about the sleep number mattress, but I don't know if they have that over there or not, or if that's popular. Oh, yeah. People have kind of heard about them here. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So it works, the commercials are everywhere. I'm not sure. They must have them over here. I'm praying that they do because I need to. Op- <laughs> I need. I need that joke for my show next year. Well, I've heard the sleep number. Yeah, commercials here. Yeah, they're definitely yeah, here. But, but I guess yeah, my shows aren't. My materials is. I mean, it's the same material except where there's uh, regional references and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, sometimes I'll write specifically jokes about the Australian, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, social customs or whatever in the states. I am American, so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that whole fish out of water thing. Yeah. So I do get a bit of material over there that I w- wouldn't wouldn't travel over here, but I'd say about eighty percent. I try to keep it universal. Cool. And so I, I'm I'm workshopping all the time. Yeah. But then when I'm there, I'm doing an hour in theaters, so it's a little bit more like it has to be like kind of like pretty tight. Yeah. And stuff. And I'm I'm also excited because I I need to start my new show. I like because uh, it's one man show. I want to have something that makes it more of a show and less, and not just a guy doing stand up for an hour. Uh huh. So I said, what should I do? Because I've started other shows with, uh, I've started a couple shows with a rap. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, slightly funny rap or whatever. Yeah, because you're a musician as well. Well, I like music yeah. and stuff. And then I've started my last show. I played some blues at the harmonica and did little what I call the songlets. Um, <laughs> Just real short, one or two lines. Nice. Laugh. Just to give it, to you know, bookend it, give it a flavor. I said, what yeah. am I going to do this year? I started one show with a short film, telling people how to prepare for the show. That was real. <laughs> that one went over real well. I said, what am I going to do? And so this year I'm writing like a really like over-the-top musical number. Nice. Awesome. Like, so, and I'm going to have a lapel mic, and I'm going to do like a, a whole musical at the top of the show. Like I'm <laughs> full-on choreographed dancing and real kind of – Real kind of it's it's kind go of time. It's time to fucking go. <laughs> and it's gonna be real like a uh, real classic. Think like classic musical vibe. Uh-huh. And then and then and then it's gonna go right into a guy doing stand up. Just That's normal. Incredible. But I'll, I'll, but 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 the song the song should be hilarious. If I'm gonna work with this guy called Henry Phillips. Okay. He's a terrific stand up and musician. I mean, he's mostly does a lot of musical stand up, but I think he's breaking into some straight stand up too. And uh, he's written a couple of musicals, so I know it's going to be top quality music. And I just got to come up with the lyrics. And now mm-hmm. I got to get a choreographer. And uh, I think it's going to be a real nice touch. <laughs> well, I heard you just say songlet. I remember last time we had you on, you were talking about a word that you wanted to catch yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember what word that was. Quiz? Quiz? Oh, quizzed. Quizzed. Yeah. Well, it's definitely still. Are you still, it's, are you still it's working a at that? with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the launch stage. Quizzed for out, <laughs> quizzled, quizzed. <laughs> But like I remembered that word, but I couldn't quite like Greg and I really trying to figure out what it meant. Yeah, yeah. But I have some new sayings that are going to catch on. They're going to go worldwide. That are in my show, which I probably do this weekend. Okay. But it stems from this incident where my friend said, "I was like, it was my friend Georgia in Sydney, and and I was I don't remember what, what I was complaining about, or maybe I was just ha- maybe I was just like giving her shit or whatever. And she's like, ah, she's like, Adge, build a bridge. I said, what? Build a bridge and build a bridge, Adge. Build a bridge and get over it. 
And I, I've not heard that. People might I like heard, that, actually. I like that, too, actually. <laughs> Have you heard that before? No. I've not heard it. And so I think it's really popular in Australia, this saying, like, the kids, they all know it. So I said, that's awesome. What are the other ones? And she said, what do you mean? And she said, what other ones? That's it. And that's when I knew there was a hole in the market. And so I went home and got to work. And so now I have about 10 good ones. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can give you guys a sample, but it's like... Um, oh, I'm yeah, that's already incorporated in my list. Yeah, build a bridge. Now. Build now a bridge now and get over it. Yeah. Turn on the computer and get with the program. <laughs> uh, put a, a, a stand on a mirror and get over yourself. <laughs> and and there, actually, there's, there's quite a few, but I don't want to give them all away. Well, yeah. But I do think one or two of them are going to go viral and like they're going to be proper sayings that people say i think so and then i'll, I'll just no, it's just the satisfaction of saying yeah i made that happen. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> what's funny so we have a live stream here and people are listening live and i shit you not uh our one of our listeners kelly in australia says that she's a huge fan and she's oh. listening to you and oh, uh, know, apparently nice. it's the morning right now yeah she's oh yeah in. good morning kelly <laughs> <laughs> that's nice <laughs> she says get a big dog up yeah Get a big dog up you? Yeah. Is that a is that a saying? I don't make any big, sense to you? I don't know the big dog part, but I, I think get it something up you. Uh huh. Um, th- yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's uh, as like uh, crude as it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, <laughs> I think it just means like go go you go get him. It does sound kind of. <laughs> Maybe she's not a fan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the big dog. I haven't heard that specific one, but I feel like it just means. Go get him. Okay. Go get him, Tiger. Okay. If I could be wrong, maybe she'll email and clarify that. <laughs> we'll see if we can get, get some they have, clarification. They have the whole yeah, different sayings down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you uh, you just had your DVD that came out not too long ago, correct? Well, I have an American release that came out a couple of years ago called Liao, but I also put out a new DVD in Australia. In fact, I've already released four DVDs over there to wow. my one here. Wow. And that has to do with the it's difference bizarre. in demand. I know. And that one just got nominated, and Kelly will know what I'm talking about, for an ARIA, which is the equivalent, the Australian equivalent of a Grammy. Having said that, it's a much smaller market, so oh, that's comparatively, cute. it's a much smaller deal. Because, for instance, over there, they know what a Grammy is, uh-huh. but no one knows what an ARIA is here. It's an Australian Recording Industry, um, Australian Recording Industry Award. Mm-hmm. Well, still, anyway, that's I, I, awesome, though. I got the... Co- uh, best comedy release nomination. So there's about five, five uh, comedians, uh-huh. and there's one band that's uh, very funny called The Beards. Very uh-huh. cool that they're also nominated. I was nominated on my last one too, and I didn't win. So, uh, so fingers crossed for this time. I'm not even Australian, so that's why I'm, I'm kind of. I feel like just that I got nominated is impressive. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was going to ask if you had dual citizenship, like since you are there for half the year. No, I don't. I'm, but I have um, residency. Okay, so I can come and go. Okay, yeah. How's it? So for that, uh, for the Aria Awards, so you go to like the whole award ceremony. Is it a whole production well, like the Grammys? You know, I didn't, I didn't, would never have planned on going, but I actually am likely to be in the area. So in the area <laughs> uh, when it happens in late November. So I may go if I, I don't think I've received an invite yet. And um, if, if it works out, but the last thing I'd want is to be like, I actually. I'll say this. I don't think. I think that award is one of the smaller ones. Uh-huh. It may not even uh, be televised. Mm-hmm. They do televised, but th- that's probably the bigger ones. Okay. 
But I just have this fear. Immediately, I just think of worst case. You square scenario. with your face in it. Yeah, just, just, just my, just my face as they don't call my name. Like, just you wah, have to keep the wah, smile. Wah, 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 try, trying to yeah. look happy. Oh yeah, I, I don't think you. it's. I don't think it's so much like that. <laughs> I would just want to go for the party anyway. Yeah, you know, seriously. Meet some, maybe meet some like cool band. And who doesn't want to hang out with, like cool uh, musicians and stuff? But. I would just go for the fun for the party. You could make but a name not, for I'm yourself not. by by like throwing a fit if you didn't win while you're on yeah, camera. Out. Just, yeah, <laughs> throw a t- throw a chair yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that would go over too well. <laughs> no. no. Okay, maybe not. That's probably not good. <laughs> well, and how um, how recently did you start your um, web series that you're doing? Oh, I've, uh, that, Poopy. That has actually started years ago. In fact, we haven't done a new one in a while. Okay, because I just discovered it and it's hilarious. Yeah, because they're sort of just there. And it's and uh, and they're not. I don't really publicize them that much uh-huh. these days. But and we haven't officially canceled it. Like we'll still do more. But Bernie, the animator, is in L.A. working on some uh, TV series, and and uh, very busy. And and I'm doing my thing. And one thing RGPB never did was earn us a lot of money. Yes, <laughs> but it has a lot of fans and people like it and stuff. And it's out there. And he he's just uh, you know amazing uh, animator, but. We were never able to turn it into a real sort of commercial venture, uh-huh. so that's why we had to kind of... Mm-hmm. It was more like a, a labor of love or a hobby. Oh, it's great. But one of these days, we'll, we'll make more. Bernie's always up for it. He's really cool. He's I like that Bernie. you have a, a unibrow in it, too. Yeah. It's pretty sure. busy. <laughs> <laughs> he does not have one in life, No, I... Well, I... Is, or do you? Bit. I don't know. I can't really see it. The light's kind of blinding. Yeah, me. probably. It's probably creeping back. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you are going to be at Helium tonight at 8 p.m., so pretty much straight off the plane coming here. Look at that. That's a professional yeah, right there. Yeah, you are a pro, sir. Getting into pro mode the second you step off well, the plane. Well, we also have, uh, after this, we're going to do some AM radio. So nice. we want to make awesome. sure that we get some um, some uh, survivalists at the show. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just bring up politics one side or the other. Yes. Yeah. Talk about yeah. the debate last night. That'll, well, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't see fingers. it. it I, was, I, I, I want to say, from what I read, though, it's you know everyone says oh Romney emerged the victor and all that, but no one said the president not only has to, he has to def- Romney can just say I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm mm-hmm. going to do this uh, uh, Obama has to you know explain everything you know what's done is done yeah you know I'm gonna go I feel like your audience is probably mostly liberal anyway so oh no we're all Republican okay no, well just <laughs> you guys no <laughs> but I no, just no. want to say no one's come out and said it the president doesn't. He's running the goddamn country, supposedly. I mean, you know what I mean? He, yeah. He doesn't have time to sit around and practice, uh, polish his answers all day. And, Completely. And, 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 and no one even brought that up. That I None of the stupid uh, articles that I read brought that up. It was irritating. Everywhere I was looking. It's like, he won, he won. I'm yeah, like, what won I'm, what? What are you... I mean, meanwhile, yeah. this guy, he's got... You know, half the world is, is about to go to war with each other. Yeah. You know, he's got a million things. And I'm sure, you know, say what you want, I'm sure it's... You know, pretty tough job, and then he also has to I come in there and imagine. try to act smooth and be all. You know, I don't know. I just think he should get a little more credit for that. I yeah. absolutely agree. I'm not like. I agree. I'm not. I'm gonna go on the record and say I'm not like blown away by either of them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I favor Obama, that's ex- but yeah, I think that's, that's exactly about everyone. Our sentiment. Yeah. My biggest annoy. The biggest thing that I think uh, that he did wrong was, and I, I'm no expert either. I, like I go, I'm not expert of politics. I don't follow everything. But he, I guess he appointed this guy who's a Monsanto, uh, like uh, one of the big big wigs at Monsanto on the FD, has the head of the FDA, and I yeah. hate Monsanto. 
And I just think that that was like really disappointing when I heard that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we don't have to get all heavy and stuff. Oh, that's <laughs> what it, that was just, we just ended up by by I've, watching it yesterday. We played a drinking game with it. Like okay. every time they said middle class, every time one of them had a zinger, uh-huh. and every time Obamacare was said, yeah, pretty drunk oh, wow. by the end. Wow, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I didn't get get to watch it, but um, I do talk about politics in my show. But the direction I'm going in is one of non divisive. I call it the comedy of unity. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So it's about bringing people together and not s- splitting up the audience. Yeah, and saying because. It's really like volatile anyway. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, if you went off about how badly one side sucks, you know, I was in Florida. You know, I was going to lose half my audience. Oh, yeah. Yep. And everyone deserves to have a good laugh at the club. So that's when I got this idea of like, I try to come up with solutions that are, uh, what do they call them, bilateral? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that right? Bipartisan. But yeah, bipartisan and bi- bilateral. I'm just, just going to nod and smile and make sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's great. I mean, that's why we—that's what we do our, with our show too. Like, we just yeah. want—we're here for a distraction. Yeah. So. Well, you know what a unifying factor is? Going to the Arch Barker show. Yes. Well, I talk. Unified one of my laps. new subjects I talk about is job creation, which is really—I have a whole new angle on it. Awesome. Which is awesome. And will you be talking about that this? Yeah, weekend? I am. I mean, I—I I feel like I want to talk about it, but then I feel like I might spoil that part of the show. But oh yeah, basically my—I basically I, I approach it like it's na- it's basically negative to look at unemployment as a negative thing you know it's like well if you don't have a job maybe it's because you were so good at it you're finished <laughs> you know and I really approach that idea and people that's, like that's it a good like way to that. look at it yeah. people respond a lot to that part of the show yeah. that's only the beginning tip of the iceberg I don't want to give it away but you know that's pretty important that you guys come out especially if you're unemployed you should come along Absolutely. Because you're going to find a whole new po- way, positive way of looking at unemployment. Fuck yeah. That's you know, good. They're always going on 30% unemployment, 40% unemployment. That's negative, man. <laughs> what about 30% all caught up? <laughs> Time for go. a margarita. <laughs> that's positivity, and that's what my comedy is all I like about. That. <laughs> that's why we're Fun Employment Radio. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect for you guys. <laughs> well, get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Um, show at 8 p.m. tonight, and then 7.30 and 10 for Friday and Saturdays. And, yep, 7.30 and 10. Uh, so we got one show tonight, Thursday, two shows Friday and Saturday. Some of those people say, geez, I want to go see comedy, but I want to be in bed by 9.30. That's at the 730 There you go. Show. Yep. You know, you, you live on the edge. <laughs> I come to the 730 show. Um, and also, I really want to mention that I'm working with this great comedian, Tony Kameen. He's one of my co, uh, co-creators, uh, well, tri-creators of the Marijuana Logs. Okay. Nice. Uh, Tony and Doug, and Doug Benson and I, you know, formed that show a bunch of years ago. He's really funny. He's a feature act doing about 20, 25 minutes before me. And so it's worth seeing him, too. Awesome. Did you guys fly in together? No, he was on an Alaskan... Uh, he was on Alaskan and I was on Virgin. Gotcha. And uh, we, and uh, we beat him. Here Ooh, on, uh, Virgin! I haven't flown Virgin in a long time. Is it still pretty nice? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was clean enough. Airplane looked new inside. <laughs> no puddles. <laughs> no puddles. <laughs> okay, good. And they didn't yell at me when I went to use the the men's room in the front. You know, mm. and I had to. Oh, that's through. good. You know, I hate when they say, "Oh, this bathroom's not for you." And yeah, <laughs> you're too dirty. But to But there was use a this. drink cart back there. That's that's a washout. You can't go past the drink cart. Yeah, it's true. You have no choice. I had to go in the coffee. I don't know what happened, so I just... <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, so anyway, it's all good now. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Arch, for yeah, coming in. Go see Arch. the airport, too. I know. Oh, it's, ab- it's a pleasure, you know. <laughs> it's going to be a fun weekend. Thanks for helping us uh, let the people know. Heck Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get the word And out. also, if you know a killer party, 
in Portland or uh, something awesome for us to do after the shows, please Facebook me or Twitter me. Arge Barker on Twitter. Uh, Are you Facebook, in control Arch of your Barker. own Facebook? Yeah. Awesome. That always makes me laugh when people go, do you read your own emails? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I picture having some guy in a corner read them to you as you're like smoking a pipe or something. Wilkins! <laughs> I do not like that. Wilkins, have you checked my email today? <laughs> <laughs> what do the talking just, letters say? I just sit there and pet like a long-haired cat. Somebody else opens my emails. It's all spam, sir. <laughs> Delete! <laughs> what good enough? No, I read all my own shit. All right, you heard you heard it. Our yeah. Parker reads this shit seriously. So write him some shit and <laughs> exactly. invite him to your awesome parties. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I like. I want to go to some fun things. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, Arj, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Tonight, eight p.m. Friday, Saturday, seven thirty and ten. Yes. Go see Arj. All right, everyone. We are signing off with FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Wow. I don't know what's going on. I don't know whether it's something I noticed that, was in my that you food. said you made coffee and yeah. there's barely any coffee left. Maybe I had a little bit too much coffee. I think you did. I'm looking at your cup right now. You, it's all the way full, too. Well, yeah, I just That's had to fill it back greedy. up. I was getting ready to start the show. I mean, I had, to, I had to have some more coffee before I started the show. I don't think you need any more coffee. No, I probably need more coffee. I always need a little bit more. It's not, not a problem at all. I don't have a problem with it. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in greatly. Greatly appreciated. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live where you can subscribe to the live stream and join us in the live chat for all of the merriment that shall ensue. Thank you very much. We yes, and that was, it. Sarah was asking if that was you singing. Yes. I Greg was broke really the rule. You're not supposed to turn on the microphone just like he, he, he cannot mute me. The only person that he can mute is Kenny. I can, no, I can mute other people. Other people than Kenny? Not you, maybe. No, I mean, that's part of the rule. I, I won't mute you. But I can I res, I reserve the right to mute other people other than just kidding. It's just very rare, very rare circumstances. And then another thing we do is we don't talk on mic before the show starts. Right. Well, that's not a written down rule. We haven't ever actually had that talk necessarily. I didn't think we needed to have that. Talk, oh, it was Greg. an accident. Things happen sometimes. Anyway, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in. If you tuned into yesterday's show, of course you heard Ian Carmel and Shane Torres on the show, and they were fantastic. Yep, and they'll be doing their uh, funny over everything tonight mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Theater, starting at nine thirty. Indeed, indeed, yes. they shall. Um, possible guests joining us later on today. Still kind of waiting for confirmation, I guess, on on a couple of things. Um, there could be insanity brewing in this room at some point. I think so. I let's think just let's just put it out there. Okay. I think. That Portland Elvis might or might not be, we, be stopping by. It's possible. Because <laughs> we got a letter from his people, or an email from his people, saying that what he wanted, he's celebrating, I believe, what he is calling his 50th birthday. Okay. And uh, and we got a letter from his people mm-hmm. asking, saying that the one thing that Elvis wanted for his 50th birthday was to come by and hang out on Fun Employment Radio for a few minutes. Yeah, which is, you know, I, I mean, I'm honored by that. By the fact that it's fifty is fiftieth birthday and he wants to come in here. For those of you that don't know what Portland Elvis is, we should probably explain that. Um, Portland Elvis is this guy. He's he's kind of a Portland staple. He's been around for years and years and years, 
And we have this thing in downtown called Saturday Market, which is basically an outdoor market that's open like nine months out of the year. And so all kinds of people different, you know, sell their wares and there's food carts and all kinds of stuff. Mm. And Sarah, if you're <laughs> listening live, Sarah has posted a picture of him. If you haven't seen him before and you're listening later, we'll post up a picture on our on our website so that you can take a look of who Portland Elvis is. So Sarah he asked, dresses, is, Port- oh. is Portland Elvis the one who loves toots and smells weird? That's both, yes, both of those both things. Both of those things. Yes, Portland Elvis does love <laughs> prostitutes and he does smell weird. And he looks nothing like Elvis at all. In Mm-mm. any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. But let alone, he dresses up in weird Elvis costumes and that he has. he's a really nice guy. Like, he, is. He, he is. He is. He's harmless. He is. Yeah, he's, he's a harmless guy. He's, he's, a, he's odd. He's eccentric. He's eccentric would be one word. One Perhaps the- <laughs> there he has some other issues going on. One of the best things ever is when I'm working the window at Big Ass Sandwiches and uh-huh. Elvis, you know, and like there'll be a bunch of tourists, you know, coming through uh-huh. and they don't know who They don't he is. know, yeah, who you Portland know, Elvis is. And he'll is. just wander up to the window and he'll be like, what are you doing? And start playing his guitar and people get terrified because uh-huh. they don't know who he is. I'm just like, hey, Elvis. I'm like, I can't talk right now. I'll talk to you later. I've thing and like, the tourists are looking around like, oh, God, what, what is this guy going to do? It's like, he's not going to do anything. Yeah. He's just singing for his yeah, money. He's, yeah, he's safe. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's he's perfectly harmless. He's not gonna. He's definitely not a threat to anything. But um, but he is a very odd guy. I can see how if you didn't know who he was and you just showed up in town and this man walked up to you and started singing to you or trying to hug you, you might be a little bit uncomfortable. He has a particular fondness for Heather too. He does for, for our friend our, Heather. For our friend Heather. Um, Elvis likes the ladies. Portland Elvis loves the loves ladies. the ladies. And he loves attention from the ladies. But yeah, there is something about our friend Heather that whatever it is, that's that's the epitome for Elvis. He he is he can find nothing nothing uh, more attractive than Heather. No. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. So so she's kind of got to stay away from him. A bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. And I can understand. Yeah, because we had him on. If you uh, have been listening to the show for a while, we had him on. Last year, I believe. Last year for his birthday, for I think. For his birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had just um, got himself a haircut, which I believe today he's driving around in a limo. Oh, boy. He's being driven around in a limo okay. around town. He has some he has some buddies that are doing that with him. And remember last year, his buddies ended up getting him a, getting him a toot. Yeah. That's apparently what happened, allegedly. Maybe they got a Maybe they got a toot from your next-door neighbors. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it wasn't involved with something over there. Yeah. I believe I actually found out the story of where that came from and uh, um, yes it was not my next door neighbors no. so that is a good thing so allegedly be showing up we don't know we'll find out we don't know shows up shows up yeah we, we will we'll just have to wait and see mm-hmm. but anyway there we go so moving on moving with today's on. show so yes I have had uh, a bit of coffee but that's alright I'm also excited I have uh, I have an audition tomorrow and well, like lot of fucking. I would like to say, as Sarah is miming something very vulgar towards me right now, as I announce that. Hi, I'm Greg. I have an audition tomorrow. I'm excited about you it. You might notice me from commercials I'm in. I've been offered bit parts in TV shows, but I turn them down because they're just not big enough for my enormous male ego. Is this your Greg Nibbler impression right now? I'm Greg. I refuse to wear lifts in my shoes, but I'm really short. I'm Greg. Because that sounds exactly like something I would say. Well, I think that you'll be a good actor because most actors I've met are very tiny. Uh Uh-huh. And so I think that you're already with big heads. You are both of these things. I'm not... You're pretty small and you have a big head. That's good. That's good acting. Wait... What is this? This That's is a compliment. That is not a compliment. That That's an too. insult that you're just trying to bury in like a mild compliment. No, that was a compliment. Because, no, no, because let me tell you, like when I met uh, Ron Livingston, for example, 
Yeah, he's Ron very, Livingston has a gigantic head. Yeah, he was very small in proportion and I, had a gigantic head. I met Sean he's Penn. Sean Penn actor. had the biggest head I've ever seen on any human being. It doesn't seem like it should fit on top of the small frame. Yes, Scott's pointing out, look at Tom Cruise. He's a tiny little guy. Well, yeah, I have no problem with the tiny part. It's the saying that I have a big head. This is this is part that I that I may have uh, I may find issue with, Mr. and that Jenke, is not a compliment the way that you are giving Mr. me Jenke that. Mr. Jenky is asking uh, an audition: Is the Wizard of Oz coming to town, or that's perhaps like, are you going to be an Oompa Loompa? That's like somebody <laughs> saying, "No, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you're fat, but you're not obese." <laughs> so I mean, yeah, no, no way. I mean, you're you're definitely not obese. You're just fat. Are you saying I'm fat? No, I'm not. But I'm saying that would be an insult. But I could say, no, it's a compliment. I said you're not obese. See, either way, not a compliment. I just said you're small with a big head. That makes you a good actor. You don't see actors with pinheads. I know you're not saying it as a compliment. This I is part am. of it. I know the motivation of what you were doing. I am. And it is not to give you a compliment. Your success equals the success of, uh, of Fun Employment Radio. I want you to be more successful. So people are like, hey, did you see that guy who's like, what, playing the Oompa Loompa in the new Willy Wonka production? He's on Fun Employment Radio. Maybe we should take a listen to that. See what that's about. See, it helps us all out. That's what I'm saying. It helps us all out. Mm. Anyway, so I'm very excited about that. I'm, I'm excited to to engage in this tomorrow. We'll see what happens. It's a big one. That's a big one? It's a big one. Oh, yeah. can you say what kind of... of no, I can't, I can't really, and let alone I don't want to jinx anything. So you can't say if it's a anything. movie or a TV? Or no, anything. I mean, and it doesn't really matter if I don't get it, you know... I'll never talk about it on the air, but um, if I get it, it'd be really cool. That would be. It'd be pretty sweet. So what time is You would see me a lot of places. Well, I already do, Greg. I bumped into you uh, in a bar in Corvallis the other day. (laughs) On one of the posters. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. There are are posters of me out there. Anyway, enough about that. Okay. Hi, sir. How are you doing? I I'm talking about. I'm talking a lot about me. Uh, no, let's really, take the show that's away totally from. Different let's take away a uh, show a little bit away from me. How are you doing? I'm a little congested, a little a little congested. But other than that, doing a okay. Um, drank some beers last night. All right. As you know, it was the presidential debates. So, Indeed, um, yes. And so we were all watching uh, the presidential debates. To a big group of friends, and Greg was there as well. Uh huh. At um at a bar, and. We decided to play a drinking game along with, yeah, know, like kind of similar to the one that we were talking about yesterday, but more so, like more relevant. As soon as we saw the phrases that were being mm-hmm. said a lot, we yeah. decided to put it to that. So it worked out to if anybody said um, middle class, that was a that was a drink. Mm-hmm. If anybody said um, Obamacare, Obamacare, yeah, that one. Oh my God, the second half of the the presidential oh, debate dude. that killed us. Yeah, Obamacare was thrown out like sixty times. A, Second, it was, oh, yeah. it was ridiculous. Uh, so Obamacare, uh, middle class, and zingers. Yeah, because they both had some zingers going. You know, anything that would be like a, a quick verbal punch in the face, yeah. be like that's a drink, and you can you can spot a zinger. You can spot a zinger, mm-hmm. and we we quickly got everyone at the bar involved with our game. Yeah, like it's like the table next to us. I never even ended up exchanging names with anyone, but there's a table of people sitting next to us, and we'd all just be watching the debates, and all of a sudden, everyone at the same time would be like zinger <laughs> because you could just tell when the zinger was. Yeah. Be it for Romney or Obama, and like yeah, it is, it, this is a nonpartisan drinking game. Yes. it doesn't matter which oh, side no. you're on. Yeah, no political debates in in these quarters. No, no, no. it's but uh, there is a, there's a lot of fun to be had. With Just it. dollar beers and um, mm-hmm. and lots of zingers. Yep. 
So yeah. that was fun, and then ended up hanging out with some friends. And I like now like late to me feels like ten. Uh huh. I'm like I stayed out really late, man. Stayed out till like ten. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, did that uh, today. I kind of um, went and got some tacos because it's National Taco Day. It is National By Taco way, Day. It's National Taco Day, and we should have had Aaron in. <laughs> and National Vodka Day. It is. I, How can those two I things combine? Because they're Who two of the most delicious nas- things in the world. I've been wanting to get to the bottom of this. Who decides these national days? Who who can just declare this? Oh, it's National Taco Day. It's National Taco. The Taco and Federation Day. has come together. I mean, who who actually decides these things? Who makes this proclamation? Or and where are you reading this? All right, so I'm looking at the Washington Post right now. Okay. Uh, today in holidays we celebrate National Taco Day. Since there doesn't Says seem, who? Since there doesn't seem to be an official arbiter for these contrived holidays, dedicated food and drink, it just so happens that today is also National Vodka Day. I swear, you're supposed to celebrate all things tacos and vodka today. According to whom? According to the world, Greg. No, it's not according to... If you can just declare days, so this is just basically anybody can can declare a day anytime they want. Well, I'm can saying... Can I that, declare a day? No, you can't. Why not? I'm saying that today is the magical... It's more magical than other days. Taco and vodka day? Come on. Uh, according to the website that I'm looking at for national days, it lists neither of those. Today is national golf day. No, it isn't. According to the website I'm looking to. National See, this is what I'm saying. There needs to be something regulating these things. Day. Once again, we need regulation News. on who decides these national days. There are 15 articles about how it's National Taco and Vodka Day. <sighs> I want to declare a national day. Well, what kind of day would you declare? Um, there's There are many. Well, you have to pick one. I know what day I would have. What? What would it be? National Macaroni and Cheese Day. You just go for a food? You can declare the day for anything you want. National Macaroni and Cheese with Cut Up Hot Dogs Day. That's, that's way too macaroni and cheese. That's spiral craft macaroni and cheese with 2% milk and a little bit of butter. And then Hebrew National Hot Dogs cooked precisely with my hot diggity dogger. Signed by one Joey Chestnut, hot dog eating champion of the world. Is that more specific? No, that's, that's a little bit too too specific. That's pretty much every day for you. So that's really not celebrating it as one national day out of the year. That's kind of the key. It's got to be one national day out of the year. I haven't celebrated that in a long time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean everybody else should be celebrating this. Well, what? So you think that they should be forced to eat tacos and drink vodka? I'm not saying anybody should be forced to do anything. I want to know who's behind these things. That's what I want to get to the bottom of. I don't believe that there's any organization to this. I think people are just willy-nilly out there. Blah, it's national this day. It's national. It doesn't seem willy-nilly. national haircut day. Just because it's not important to you doesn't mean it's not important to other people. Well. I kind of feel like you're being pretty rude to people who. To Russians and Mexicans? Whoa, 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 stereotype. Whoa. Well, that's not really a stereotype, actually. Whoa. Vodka comes from Russia, really. Tacos are associated with Mexican culture. I don't. I don't think that's really stereotyping. That's like saying spaghetti is associated with Italians because you know that is kind of their their thing. National Greg Greg Nibbler Day. Scott is in the chat right now, advocating that there should be a National Greg Nibbler Day. I, I believe that's what he's saying. I may be misinterpreting his post, but I, I think I agree with him. There should be a National Greg Nibbler Day. I think that would be fun. That'd be fun for everybody. 
We could all learn celebrate the rules. Celebrate all things small? No. Celebrate. I'm not sizest. I'm not a heightest. I've said this many times. I have no problem with people that are taller than you, me. But I have on to that say, day, you are like, I have poked much fun at you over the mm-hmm. years. And I have never, I, I don't think I've ever made you mad. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen you actually react to any of my short jokes. Ever. Yeah. I mean, you really take them in stride because every once in a while I'll say one. I'm like, has this gone too far? Just to see. You kidding me? I get them all day long. Yeah. Constantly. I I'm get, just I really glad things, you make my life easier by acknowledging the fact that you're short. And I'm I'm appreciative for that. Well, what am I going to say? I'm not. I mean, I I have eyes. That's what people do. Like I'm short aware. man syndrome. There's like, oh, no, I'm not short. Well, yeah, short man, short man syndrome is a different situation. And and I know some shorter guys, some of my fellow shorties that have that kind of issue. And I am not one of them. They're the kind of guys that try to make up for it. It's the same. Short man syndrome is the same type of thing as dudes that get really big jacked up trucks for no reason. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're not involved in any farming or hauling anything. They just get giant trucks and jack them up so they can tower over people. That's kind of the same type of situation as short man syndrome. You're trying to make up for something that you feel you lack in. You drive I don't a truck. feel I lack in anything. No, I drive a yeah, I drive a pickup truck. I don't have it jacked up to where it's, you know, five feet off the ground to get into it. That that's the difference. Maybe you didn't grow up around that kind of stuff where where you were. No. You didn't have jacked up trucks? Not really. Okay. That's that's no, kind in of Bremerton, a big thing there were like low riders. Like that's a like like a, the cool yeah that's a different thing that's a different that's thing. my city living versus your country living well no we had low riders too but it always just seemed silly especially living out in the country because dude you can't go over the railroad tracks without scraping your car that's kind of what the thing that always i never understood people with low riders were always bumping their car onto the ground I'm like you know you're just you're just kind of fucking up the bottom of your car uh, scott daly says i used to know this guy shorter than greg he was ripped and was the epitome of short man syndrome was friends with him until he verbally, verbally assaulted his girlfriend in a bar yeah yeah. It seems like those guys don't take See, too kindly kind of to anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they also, yeah, a lot of times they'll lift weights, like, incessantly so they can try to make up for it and just get all big and, you know, ripped, like, roided out. Oh, yeah. That'll, that'll be one way. Or they'll do it in a verbal manner. They'll think that their best way is to just verbally... Accost yeah, people. Yeah, accost people. I mean, and I, I do... Sorry, that was my... Uh, yeah, I just gave him a look, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Is everything okay? Yep, everything's okay. fine. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, there there are different ways that they go about it, but I am definitely I have never had that. I've always been the short kid too, so that's never been an issue. Like a, a lot of, I think a lot of people that have the short man syndrome were probably fast bloomers, like got tall really quick. So even like maybe going fast through bloomer, go through. I'm making up words. Even like going through. Sounds, like, for some reason, that phrase sounds creepy. Like fifth grade, it's like fast say bloomers. Yeah, I mean, well, some of those guys, you know, they they were tall for their class. <gasps> like maybe even in like fifth grade, they were taller than everybody else. But then they just stopped growing, and everybody else caught up and passed them. Those kind of kids, they usually don't get over that very easy. Wow. They don't get over that. Greg stuff. Sasquatch mm-hmm. in the chat is saying there's a midget bodybuilder at my gym. Well, good for him. Yeah, no, but he's I'm not going to have short man syndrome. No, I'm not saying you'd have likely. short man syndrome. I'm saying, holy shit, aren't you excited? There's a fucking midget bodybuilder at his gym. Well. That's cool. That's cool, yeah. You love little people. Why are you not excited? You're the one that going out to the, to the little people big Now world. I feel like you're being heightist. Oh, my God. Are you a heightist, Sarah? Have you been hiding this from me this entire time? You're a bit of a heightist, I think. Uh, Sarah in the chat is saying, that's what happened to me. I was tall in sixth grade. 
and then just stop growing. Yeah, see, because that happens to a lot of people. I don't think women get short man syndrome really quite quite like that. So I I highly doubt Sarah has short man syndrome. But well, I think women have the opposite problem. Like I have friends who are uh, like taller because I was actually tall when I was um, in like junior high. Yeah, because I'm still the same height that I basically was back then. But I remember really being, you were this tall in junior high. Yeah, because I remember being taller. Yeah, because I think that's I think that's what confuses me sometimes too. Like later in life, now I'm like, I still feel like I'm tall, but I'm not. Yeah, you're not tall. I know. You're not tall. But I was tall at one point, so I think. See, that's, you're confused. You're living in confusion. No, because I was tall till about. You're living in a fantasy world. <laughs> I remember being like pretty tall in like high school. You also perpetually think you're 19, and you're not 19 either. I don't think I'm 19. What are you, you talking about? You think you're 22. About? What are you talking about? I'm just saying you're living in a fantasy world. You are not tall. I'm not you need saying to get over I'm this. tall. But I'm saying like maybe you being need the intervention. Maybe men, I need to have an intervention for being you. Being short for men is the same as being tall for women, uh-huh. I think. Because women also don't know like because women were taught to be like, oh, we have to be like petite or like yeah, not necessarily petite, but you don't want to feel like a monster woman. And I, I, cons- <laughs> I feel like a monster woman most of the time anyway, particularly around, like, tinier girls, too. Like, I just, I feel like an ogre. Hmm. I really do. You feel like an ogre? I do. I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like a monster. Well, are you comparing yourself to blazer dancers? Yes, like, next to blazer dancers. Well, that's kind of different. A, they're, they're tiny people, and I mean that everything physically, a lot of them. They're very short. Uh, what what are you laughing about here? John Bourne wrote something very hilarious but inappropriate. Okay. Uh, Sasquatch says, I know there are fetishes for tall women. Are there fetishes for short men? Uh, is there a fetish for short men? I would assume so. Because I've seen, yeah, like women that exclusively date like like smaller men. Really? Greg, maybe that's a new dating website you can look at. <laughs> is that seriously a thing? I've never heard of this thing. A short man fetish? Yeah. Well, like, people have fetishes for everything. Really? You know, like, God, you can fit a fetish. Like, there are sneezing I can fetishes. tell you I've gone my entire life, and I've never known anyone, at least not to say, that they have that kind of a no, fetish. No, because they probably want to make you their little baby. Oh. Never mind. I have encountered that. I was just, now I'm just putting two and two together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've encountered women who want to manhandle me. Yeah. Who will pick me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that very much. Don't pick me up. Note to anyone out there, don't don't pick me up. That's one thing I can say that most most shorter people don't like. Being picked up. Don't like being picked up. No. <laughs> against against my will. This is like the saddest declaration ever. <laughs> Do not pick me up against my will, because I will not be all, be all nails and teeth. <laughs> I can say that is <clears throat> yeah. Don't pick me up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something I don't like. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so Greg, I don't know how we got onto that conversation. <laughs> Greg's note to everybody is don't pick him that up. That is my note. That is my note. Don't pick me up. Otherwise, I'm perfectly fine. Well, I do want to tell you. So when uh, I don't even way back there when we were talking about National Taco Day. Yes. And how I went how to somehow we got onto this. <laughs> I have no idea. And somehow, um, and so I went to go get tacos at, for National Taco Day because uh-huh. there's a taco cart a few blocks away. So I ended up just driving over there. And Greg and I love this taco cart, but the people there are so mean. Oh, they are. They are the meanest taco cart owners. That is an angry taco cart man. God damn, but their tacos are so good, and yeah, they're really they are, cheap. And they're close. And they're close. It's more in, 
more to me, I would honestly really rather go somewhere else because they're so rude, but they're so close, and it is good. They are good tacos. I really, really yeah. like their tacos. Kind of like the soup Nazi guy from Seinfeld. It is. Like, dude's an asshole, but he totally is. And I tip good. every time to try and get him to like. Oh like yeah, me. I always tip. Mm. But no, that I will tip, and I'll make sure. I always make sure anytime I tip that they see me putting, you know, an extra dollar or whatever it is. Yeah. In the bowl. Never thankful. He's nope. just like the guy just glares he at rolls it, his and eyes turns at me around, for like giving him extra money, <laughs> and walks away. Yeah. So today wasn't the usual angry guy, but it was it was another guy who wasn't angry. He was just like he couldn't have been less interested. I'm like, hi, can I get? Uh, and he's just like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, hello. May I get six chicken tacos, but put the put into three, you know, three and three, because so we can separate them. And he's just like, okay. And so you know, I paid him and then gave him the tip, and then he just gets to work on the tacos. No, no small talk, no fucking chit chat. Yeah. No chit chat, no chitty chatty. Yeah. So I'm sitting there out in front because there are some picnic benches while you're waiting for your food to get made, and uh, I'm looking at my phone, and all of a sudden I hear the dreaded, uh, "Excuse me, are you registered to vote in Oregon?" And, uh, like at a couple tables One of the across from people. me, and I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, and I can't go anywhere because I'm waiting for the goddamn tacos. So I'm sitting there. And I, I couldn't tell what wares they were shilling at this point. I'm just like, oh, God, it's probably going to be like a medical marijuana thing or something. So I was That's usually what it is. Yeah, so I was pretending. like I'm, I'm just like, shit, and I thought I had more time. But then I see out of my peripheral vision, I see them closing in on me. I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. And this girl comes up to me, and both of them have, you know, like, little, like, save the environment Oregon shirts on, you know. And she's like a little blonde thing and, like, wiggles her ponytail and comes really? up to me. Yeah, she, yeah you would have liked her. Okay. And she's like, excuse me. She's like, hi there. Um, I just wanted to know if you'd be interested in signing our petition to ban plastic bags in all of Portland. And I looked at her and I thought about I thought they already were. They, I think they, they want to ban them more because you can still get them at like the plaid and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're banned from like grocery stores. And I, I sat there because I wasn't, you know, I'm usually just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I'm just like, actually, no, I don't want to sign that petition. I'm like, I, I don't want to do... And she looked at me like I fucking ran over her cat or something. Like, she looked... She's like, okay. And then turns around and I hear her bitching about me to the other, you know, guy who's clearly trying to get into her pants, you know, doing the, the plastic bag patrol. But I'm like, I don't... I don't want them to take away all the plastic bags. I, I have ripped so many paper bags. Uh-huh. Like, we already have so many crappy... Like low cost paper bags that we have to use, and like yeah. no, I absolutely do not want to sign your petition to ban all plastic bags in the city of Portland. Yeah, and she just looked at me like I'm the most horrible person in the world. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's maybe something that you want to do. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I should have to do it. Well, it depends on uh, it depends on how they're uh, how they're made, but yeah, I don't want to get into a big is, plastic bag debate. Well, I, I sometimes you up, need plastic bags. I literally grew up. In the paper bag industry, in in I worked at a you know paper mill. My dad worked at a paper mill. But even I can say, you shouldn't. There's there's a purpose for everything. There is a purpose you for know. everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you I mean need they're trying some. to ban them all. You know, and all, like I don't want to get like waiting at a food cart. You get your food in a plastic bag. Like I don't want to get it in a paper bag and have things leaking all over me and everything. Also, yes, yeah, Sasquatch says less plastic bags means more dog poop on the sidewalk. Well, that's also asshole owners, though. That's yeah. where that problem comes in there. Yeah. So I have to say, I felt like I was being a bad Portlander because I did not sign her her petition to ban all plastic bags. I just couldn't believe how, like, appalled she was at me mm-hmm. for not wanting to. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to sign that petition. Yeah. And she's, I don't think she's used to pe- people saying no. Well, she... Would I find her hot? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
I still that still wouldn't necessarily make me sign something I don't want to, but I would listen to her. I I will admit I would probably listen to her. I more. listened. I listened yeah, to the lie. spiel. She gave it to me, and I said, "Nope, I don't want to sign that." Mm-hmm. And she gave me a look, and I could hear her muttering about me as she was walking <laughs> away. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> well, uh, people in the chat right now, the live chat at funemploymentradio.com/slash/live are giving suggestions for how you could have gotten out of that. Tony says you could have just told them you're from the state of Washington. That way, you're not a registered Oregon voter. That's true. I've done that. I've done you've that d- you done that pulled oh, that yeah, move? like well if I'm walking down Hawthorne the clipboard people start following me I'm mm-hmm. just like I don't live here <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not old enough to vote uh, another one Sasquatch in the chat says tell them your criminal record prevents you from voting there you go oh. that's a good one that's good one. although that wouldn't necessarily prevent you from signing a petition because you're not voting you're just signing on that you agree with what's what's yeah, happening she was already that's kind to of a, get it onto the ballot so that probably wouldn't necessarily she kind of came at me with the card and the pen like she was already she's like oh this this bitch is totally gonna sign my uh-huh. petition and uh-huh. I looked at her I'm like no 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 I don't think so did you put your finger up to her face I went, too uh uh-uh. uh Okay. <laughs> Sarah's asking, did you hear the Jaws theme as they approach? Totally. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there just like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. I'm desperately fumbling on my phone trying to find somebody to call mm-hmm. like quickly and no, to no avail. All right. Yeah. So that was, so to celebrate Taco Day, I, uh, I made an activist angry. Yes. Cause you were celebrating Taco Day in no way, shape or form would you have gotten tacos under any other situation? Yeah. It's Taco Day. Yeah. Well, I have some really, really, really funny audio that I want to play. So I was laughing earlier today. I haven't told you what this is, but I think I found... Yeah, before the show, (laughs) we each sit in here and kind of do research for our own pieces of the show. And Sarah had her headphones on, and she's laughing hysterically about something. And I honestly have no idea. We don't tell each other what we're going to talk about in in our specific segments beforehand. So I don't know what the hell it is, but I'm excited to find out. It better... Tell me it doesn't have anything to do with Lifetime, or it doesn't have anything to do with... No, it doesn't have anything to do with Lifetime. With the hills or something that I'm just not going to care about. Stop giving me shit about the hills. By the way, for every, for anyone who wants to know, Sarah's re-watching the hills. Re-watching I haven't seen it the in hills. years. Right now, so I'm just getting that out there. Just want to make sure everybody was aware of that. I Did like you? watching it because I know, like, I don't have to really commit to it. Uh-huh. And it's a lot of uh, people just staring at her like, she used to be your best friend. She's like, I know. But ever since Spencer came into the picture, I just can't be her friend anymore. He made up lies about me. But you guys have been best friends. I know. Best friends. My buddy's in a band with one of the dudes from the hills. It's... Which one? Justin Bobby. He's in a band with Justin Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's so funny. Never mind. Yes, I'm going to tell you. So I, um, as I've been watching The Hills, you know, and I'm, I'm working on stuff on my computer because I have that fun thing that you can do where you can, like, you know, uh, plug like a cord into your computer and then plug it to your TV so you can watch something from your computer on the TV while you work on the computer. That was... Okay. Anyway, so I've been doing research... <laughs> On, uh, I have no idea where that was tied in. Okay. <laughs> no, so Continue. Been, so while I've been watching The Hills, you know, I'll be like prepping for Sportlandia for Fun Play Radio. And I'll also be doing some random research from time to time to find out where the cast of The Hills is now. And nobody could find what happened to Justin Bobby. Oh, that's because that's not his real name. His name isn't Justin? Justin's his real name. I don't think I don't think the Bobby part's real. 
Well, no, Bobby was his middle name. His name's Justin Robert, and then his last name. And so they started calling him Justin Bobby as a joke. Well, he's in a bed. All right, so he's still alive. Yeah, because everyone's like, nobody knows what happened to Justin Bobby. No, I can tell you. I, yeah, I can text <laughs> right now and find out what happened. <laughs> Will you please ask him what happened? No, I'm not going to bother him with that question. <laughs> okay. So I, I just want to go right to this one because it's a there's a, some sound that I need to play and I feel like this is very important. Okay. So last week, yes, we had talked about uh, and I actually had an update for it. I think yesterday or the day before yesterday about the University of Tennessee student. Alexander P. Broughton. Oh, Alexander P. Broughton. Alexander P. Well, I know his name. So, we've talked before about how Alexander P. Broughton... Yes. The best way that he could put all of this butt-chugging behind him... He is the infamous butt-chugger. He is the infamous butt-chugger. Allegedly pouring alcohol into his anus via a tube to get drunk quicker. But then now he's denying it, right? Despite the fact that you went to the hospital no, no, with no. blood from from, from the underwear. bleeding rectum <laughs> and an alcohol limit five times the legal amount, almost point five. Yes. Uh, so this guy just can't let passed out frat boys lie. Like he cannot leave this alone. Yeah, you gotta shut up. So I mean, that if I don't away. even his name isn't even in this article, and you know what? I know Alexander P. Broughton. Alexander P. Broughton, like, butt-chugging guy from University of Tennessee. Because he won't shut up. Because he won't shut up. So, in order to put this behind him, no, he isn't just going back to classes, you know, pretending Transfer things schools. didn't happen, transferring schools, you know, dyeing his hair a different color and going Changing on the run. Changing his name. No, Alexander P. Broughton decided to contact the administration, bring his lawyer to the campus... And have a press conference <sighs> about, I can't even put into words how amazing it is. Oh, so I'm just going man. to go ahead. So this is a news reporter. This is uh, from WVLT in Knoxville. So you're going to hear them talking first. Yes. There is so much inadvertent hilarity in this. I can't even, like, I, I it just doesn't register. Like, So I, this is a press conference that Alexander P. Broughton had. This is one that Alexander P. Broughton had. He brought, his, and so he's standing there. He's standing at this press conference next to his lawyer as his lawyer starts to defend Alexander P. Broughton's honor. So let's just listen to the news anchors set it up, and then let's, uh, let's hear what this press conference has to say. Okay. So here we have out of uh, WVLT in Knoxville. Lawyer Alexander is the, uh, the Phi Kappa Alpha youngster who's been uh, accused of what they're calling butt-chugging over there at UT. Well, um, they're having a live press conference right now, and we're going to take a look at that. And then obviously we'll hear from them coming up at 5 o'clock. But in this, Alexander Broughton says that he, he's denying that the butt-chugging happened, says that he was intoxicated, but obviously a lot to hear from, from Broughton and his attorney coming up at 5. I think we want to listen in a little bit here. Across the world. Mr. Broughton, Broughton, and it's, it is Broughton, not Broughton. It's Broughton, Scotch. Uh denies each and every allegation whatsoever that has been inferred that he may be a gay man. He is a straight man. 
and he thinks that the idea and the concept of butt chugging is absolutely repulsive. And I'm telling you today that the only reason that we're standing here is because the University of Tennessee, its officials, and the University of Tennessee Medical Center, and especially the University of Tennessee Police Department, has provided false and incorrect information and has perpetuated that this entire week and this entire media frenzy has been caused by the people who I'm standing before today. Shame on you for having reported lies and incorrect information about my client. Now he's going to make a statement in a minute, but before we do that, I'll, excuse me, <laughs> I want to make a statement on his behalf that is in this press release. Yes. Wow. He, I'm sorry, we had to mute ourselves while that was going yeah. on because I couldn't stop laughing. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. So they're having the press conference. The main thing they want to get across is that he's not gay. The first thing this is what the that biggest not thing. Gay. Not that he's worried about the fact that he's such a moron. He was shoving a tube up his ass yeah. and, and dunking Franzi in it. The important thing is that, wait a minute, I ain't no gay, dude. That's the most important thing to him out of this. Gay. And so this guy, and you put a picture of him in the chat. This guy's hilarious looking, his lawyer. He has like jowls for days. <laughs> he's wearing a red bow tie. Is clearly drunk. And he's just, <laughs> and I don't understand how he became a lawyer. I don't understand this. But um, so that was, that's the lawyer. But uh, Alexander P. Broughton, Broughton, excuse me, it's a Scotch name. Yes. <laughs> It's, yes. it's scotch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no gay, though. He let's get, no let's gay. get that straight he right now. No, gay. no. So uh, let's. I'll have a sex with a girl right here. <laughs> prove right this. Now. So they're very upset with how the university has handled this. Okay. And so yes, let's. let's and those uh, of you who have copies of this certainly can follow along on page three in the last paragraph. And I'm speaking on behalf of Xander right now. Now, I would be remiss if I did not make, also make a statement about my beloved fraternity, Pi Kappa Alpha, which lost its recognition last Thursday because of actions by the University of Tennessee to suspend its recognition as a recognized University of Tennessee organization. First, I want to state that neither I nor any member of my fraternity, Pi Kappa Alpha, have ever involved or have ever been involved in butt-chucking or the use of alcohol enemas. These allegations have not only tarnished me, I'm sorry, these allegations have not only tarnished and attempted to destroy my life, but all the lives of the men of Pi Kappa Alpha at the University of Tennessee, and they are standing here today with their brother. Through this press release... And they're all standing there with their sunglasses on. They, they all look like the fucking men in black. They're all standing there behind their butt-chugging brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Xander Broughton. <laughs> it's Scott. Yeah, on top of that, he goes by Xander. Xander Broughton. Xander Broughton. So how does he explain what it is? He's saying that he didn't... He wasn't involved in the butt chugging. <laughs> He's saying that he wasn't involved with the butt chugging. But then how does he explain reason, the blood on his he anus? He cannot explain the torn rectum. He cannot. <laughs> but let's see if he can. If he can try to. Oh, there's more. Oh yeah. Right. I won't. 
He comes up at some point. Okay. At the time of our initiation to be. Let's this is forward a little bit. Yeah, this is important information, everyone. Create sensation rather than. This to thing is still going. To prevail. Oh yes. And to the news media who have chosen to believe the falsehoods issued by the University of Tennessee, I say to you today, shame on you. You need to go back to journalism school and take a good course in ethics. At this time, I would like to turn the microphone over to my client, Xander. Yes! Oh, I haven't boy. heard this Here's yet. Xander. I haven't heard this yet. Not yeah. Alexander. It's Xander. Again. I'll be quick. On Friday, September 21st, 2012, I made a bad choice regarding drinking. That decision almost cost me my life, and I deeply regret it. However, the scandalous accusations surrounding that event never happened, and I completely deny them. The inaccurate reporting this past week has caused me to question institutions that most of us accept, accept as truthful. I am now concerned that organizations we as students and citizens trust may not have our best interests as one of their primary goals. At this point, my intent is to clear my name, my fraternity's name, and to punish those individuals and institutions responsible for the lies that have been spread around the world. He wants to punish the institution. Wait, I'm confused. So he's su- is he suing? Yeah. He wants to punish the institution for him being a fucking moron. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he wants to punish the institution. So this is a freshman <laughs> who just shoved a tube in his ass, poured Franzia into it, talking about punishing the institution. Uh, thank you. Xander, can you clarify what did happen that day? It's a long story. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, it's not a long story, dude. Yes. Yes. Uh, whomever has violated his HIPAA rights and his constitutional rights and the list is as long as your arm. How do you explain the reports that have come out of the hospital and from the UT Police Department? You know, I would love to be able to explain those things to you. The University of Tennessee Medical Center and the University uh, Police Department and the University of Tennessee had no right to release any information about him as a student. And whoever did so will be counted someday at this university. So basically, it's a whole lot of crazy. Wow. I want to punish the university. Dude, just shut up and let it go away, man. Alexander P. Broughton is is scotch, first of all. Wow. That was absolutely amazing. I cannot believe. Does he realize what a gift he's handing to really entertainers everywhere? Just, this is. I like, mean, it's almost. It's ridiculous. It is. I mean, it's just as good as like when Jankum first came out. Yeah. Except for butt chugging, I believe is better than even better than butt hash. Keelan's in the chat saying this is all horrible, but what bugs me is that this kid is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the torn rectum no, or the almost dying of alcohol like poisoning. One of the most important things too of his statement. I, I ain't no gay. <laughs> but Mark Marco in the chat is saying butt chugging sounds so catchy. It does. I just like that they're getting reporters in Knoxville, Tennessee to say <laughs> butt chugging over well, yeah, and over. Again. And to show up at this press conference and actually 
and be reprimanded by a freshman who thinks a good time is sticking a tube in his ass full of frogs. Seriously, yeah, some 18-year-old kid shoved a bunch of wine up his ass and had to go to the hospital for it is scolding everyone for how they're talking about it and not shutting up and letting it go away. Oh, this is fantastic. I hope it never goes away. His lawyer says he's Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> now he's Scotch. What the hell Not does Scottish. that mean? He's Scotch. All right. Well, that was my favorite story of the day. And Greg's going to check on something. I think somebody might be here. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. Yes, I am back, and our guests have arrived. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. We'll be right back. All right. Back in a minute with more unemploymentradio.com. You know, it's hard to pinpoint, but you know what I think is most attractive about you? Your intelligence. You're listening to FunEmploymentRadio.com. I can never tell with those voice things. Was that you or me? I think that one was me. Was that you? Yeah, we I should really that was me. make some more of those ones. I think we should. Yeah. Didn't we just get like a six-pack of beer and just make up the that's weirdest shit we That's pretty much what we, we did. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what happens when we start doing that. That's what happens in life. Indeed. This is Fun Employment Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in live. And as promised at the beginning of the show, we are now joined by some very special guests. Yes. Two of them. Both bearded. Both amazing. Yes, both indeed. Portland legends in Port- different ways. Indeed. Over near Sarah. Jedediah, hello, sir. How are you doing today? Doing well. We heard that you just got knighted. Congratulations! I got, yeah, Elvis the King <laughs> showed up to pick him up in the in the Impala. Nice. And he says, Jedediah, take a knee. So I bowed down with one knee, and Elvis with his little velvet crown. I saw the velvet hat. That's pretty and amazing. And his sword. He knighted me king of the beardos. <laughs> I think that that's a good thing to it's be knighted. It's a very, a very yeah. official title. Well, we should talk, yeah, because you were uh, in the news for your beard. Yeah, a little, had a little, little trouble on the Burnside Bridge. That was so, I shit you not, like, bef- that day before everything happened, I was looking at my Facebook page, and I was talking to Greg before he shaved off, shaved off his beard. I'm like, hey, Greg, Jed's getting some people together on the Burnside Bridge. You should totally go. I'm like, you're a beardo. You should do it. And then flash forward to later I did, that I night had a beard at the time, too. You got sham wild, cleaned it up. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I cleaned it up for right now. Yes. It's going back out. It's on its way back out. That's good. Yeah, it was, it was for a calendar called uh, Stash and Beards for Breasts. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Facebook. And uh, um, we we were going to do a photo shoot. Um, buddy of mine, Anthony's ex-military, he's like, well, let's do one with all camo, American flag, guns in the woods mm-hmm. for the July issue. You know, be patriotic. And... Uh, and then I started thinking, well, it's a national magazine, so let's support Portland. Do it on the Burnside Bridge, Portland, Oregon sign behind us. No guns. And uh, one guy brought a gun, and we're just we're walking over the bridge. Oh, no. The gun's wrapped up in a blanket. I never saw it. Like, you know, there was no, we met at the B-side, mm-hmm. had a few whiskeys before the photo shoot. You can't get your picture taken with the shakes. No. No. Absolutely no. not. And... Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, so we're just walking across the bridge. Sure enough, 25 cop cars come down. Woo! Shut down the bridge. We got on our bellies, fingers up. 
uh, Elvis was supposed to be there, but luckily he wasn't there. Yeah. And uh, two of the guys got disorderly conduct and I think misuse of a firearm, something like that. Oh, man. Wow. Was, it, was a firearm loaded or anything? No. It had yeah. never been shot. Mm. No ammo. Oh. Nothing. So and it was exciting. wrapped in a blanket the whole time, too. Wow. So So why did the cops get called on you? Just because there were a bunch of bad men on the bridge? The, yeah. The, there's 13 of us. So the, the Burnside Baker dozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bearded Baker dozen. Yeah. There you go. And... Uh, and it's like, and it's, and it's, we're doing it for a calendar that that raises money for breast cancer research. Very cool. Beards for breasts. So, you know, and we shut down the bridge for a little over an hour. It's, it's not, you know, it's not what we wanted to do. I remember hearing that there was a shooter on a bridge. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I remember like, reading that news report actually, and because uh, I saw the I saw the news flash coming on like Twitter or something. I don't know where it was, but. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, wow, they're shutting down Burnside Bridge. Somebody's got a gun on there. And I didn't find out until the next day that it was you yeah. guys. Yeah, we're just doing a calendar shoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, we're it's just, like, who the hell? There's, we're just the apocalypse getting ra- is happening. We're just right getting now. rad on the bridge, you know? <laughs> that was the best answer, too. We're just rad. <laughs> we're getting rad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're the good guys. Well, uh, the person who wasn't there. The person who wasn't there the is, man is of the, hour. the man and of the day, the man of the week. His birthday is today. Is the most today? popular man in Portland, Oregon. Indeed. Joining us now, Elvis. Hello, sir. Hey, guys. Hi, Elvis. We have another Elvis that um, wants to sing something to you really quick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Hot damn right. How does it feel to be so young? you get that <laughs> <laughs> it's our birthday song that we play uh-huh drunk elvis yeah i can give you a copy of it uh. if you'd like it was that actually on a record i'm not sure where, where it was did from you get i that? found it online years ago i don't know where the actual origin is but i've seen it other places you can find it on like and this YouTube was and this was toward the end elvis correct the, the, yeah because the king stumped the king. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I didn't know it, he's been sending for such a loop over this. It, it just kind of, I've never heard that before, and I never I never would have guessed he'd do something like that. I think, well, I think maybe it was short. from a live, yeah. a live record, maybe, kind of thrown in the middle of it. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. But that's our birthday song, and we, you know, we, we wanted, wanted to play it for you. Absolutely. Well, how's your birthday been so far? Well, I I gotta admit, my birthday, my actual birthday was Monday. Oh, oh, you're cheating. Greg has cheating on the birthday rules. rules. I always hey, what rules? <laughs> Elvis has a sword. <laughs> it's true. I never mind. I apologize. You can have your birthday whenever you want. One in the other room. <laughs> oh, there's a sword fight. No. Greg versus the king. Greg versus Elvis. I don't know if that's the sword fight I want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Elvis has to I, reach on you. <laughs> That's true. Definitely. Yes, this is true. Yeah, well, yeah so and, and a bigger sword. I'm also a Jedi. <laughs> Probably, I won't dispute it. <laughs> I'm also a Jedi. A Jedi, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're quite nimble. Of course. Of Have course. you ever heard Elvis's Yoda in person? No, but I would love to. That face you make. Look, I so bad to young eyes. No, of course not. I do. Yes, I do. Sick have I become. Old and weak. When 900 years old you reach, look as good you will not. 
That was awesome. That, that's damn good. <laughs> Yay! Nice. <laughs> so what's the plan for your birthday today? Yeah. This is a big one, right? I, I'm going to leave that up to Jed and Jen. Okay. Oh, the two big party planners. That's yeah, good. I'm... You're in good hands. I don't in, I don't involve myself in that in that area. Oh, you've been talking about it for ten months. I know, but <laughs> I know, but I don't involve myself in the uh, actual happening. Well, can you tell the listeners how old you're going to be? I turn half century. Half century. No huh? one would know. Big big five zero. Yeah. Big five zero. So, and there are going to be festivities. For the big five zero, correct? Of course. On this, on the day that we are celebrating your day of birth? Yeah, today. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell them where the party's at. Uh, Star Theater. Yeah, right on 6th and Burnside across from Roseland. Yeah. Right okay, downtown. So downtown. Downtown. Yeah. And uh, if I were you, I'd come early okay. because it's going to be packed. It's an early show. Uh, starts out, the lineup is uh, yeah, yeah, please. Seven, 7 o'clock Whorehound. It's like a little southern. <laughs> oh, I do like early. Now since we have to yeah, get up early, early. Yeah. early's good. You know, it's it's yeah. like day drinkers, yeah. you know. That's yeah. I, I appreciate a good day drinkers. Yes, yeah. seven o'clock whorehound, then seven thirty. The Nash, my old dirty rock band from the nineties. Awesome. I'm I've had a couple of whorehounds. Yeah, <laughs> that was your last birthday, though, right? <laughs> it's gonna be this one too. Oh. oh. That, that picture, smile. that picture. Oh, that yeah, I forgot you posted. Yeah. That oh, last come day, on for crying out loud! <laughs> <laughs> don't don't play, don't play Miss Virginity with me. Hey, and then uh, Honus Huffins, <laughs> and then Pillow Fight, the Advisory, Larry Yes, and the Tangled Mess. Larry Yes is old school awesome. Portland, and then uh, Snowbud and the Flower People. Very cool. And it's been actually it's been fifteen years since I've gigged with Snowbud. This is gonna be yeah, uh, kind of awesome. a birthday reunion show. Oh, that's great! So it's it's our doors at seven, or does everything no, start at seven? Start, doors at six. Doors at five. At five. Doors at five. Party. Uh, the music starts at seven. Nice. Awesome. So There's gonna be early. Elvis is gonna be doing things in between acts. He's gonna be singing an Elvis song with every band. Oh, that is live. Cool. Um, except for uh, Snowbud, we've got a couple of songs that we used to do at Satyricon uh, that we're gonna be performing tonight. Yeah. Awesome. And then, uh, Born to Be Wild and Johnny Be Good. Nice. Yeah. That's and so cool. and with the Nash, we're doing in the ghetto. <gasps> oh yes. Can you oh, give us, would, oh, can you oh, give us a sample? I, well, before I do, I want to ask you guys. Uh huh. True or false? Elvis wrote in the ghetto. <sighs> I'm gonna go with true. I'll go with false. Damn. Yeah, oh, yeah, I win. It was like actually it was actually Mac Davis that wrote in the ghetto. No idea. Yeah, I, was Mac Davis. I don't like it when you're right. Yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. <laughs> so that's tonight. So doors at five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it is, is there a cover? Is there? No, it's free. Oh, Fuck perfect. Yeah. No yeah. excuse not to go. And if you've never like met Jed or Elvis, they're two extremely fun people to hang out with, and, and handsome, and yes. very handsome, and bearded. 
They might even let you touch their beards. Yes. Maybe. Elvis, would you let any of the ladies touch your beard? I'd let the ladies touch yeah. anything on me. You, you can't <laughs> touch my beard. I'm a taken man. <laughs> That's true. Some kind of beard relationship ladies, save, violation. Save it all for Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Rascal would like that. No, no, you gotta touch Elvis's. <laughs> all right, so ladies, no touching Jedediah's beard, but touch away. Wandering on hands are welcome on Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Wandering hands. All right, well, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Yeah. You're fucking awesome. Yeah, and happy birthday, sir. Thanks, thanks. Do you have anything you want to leave the people with before you go? Any jokes? Oh, I like uh, that. Well, just keep listening to f- this radio station. Fun employment radio. Which, fun, fun employment. Which is fun employment. Which is just fun, period. Yes. It should be called. You can't spell fun employment without fun, am I right? Yeah. So new liner right there. Huh? I like it. Oh, can we we can take that out, can we? Yeah. Uh-huh. Elvis, you just give us a liner. Thank you. It's your I'm, birthday and you're giving us presents. I know. Yeah, there's no Hey, line, I've been giving I've been giving people <laughs> presents for years. It is what you do. You are a present to the city of Portland, yes, sir. Yes, and we are grateful for you and show Everyone go and show how grateful you are. That oh, as a matter of fact, uh, Saturday I'll be out of town because um, I'm uh, performing at a wedding. How really? cool. For my first time. Cool. What are you, you going to do there? Like, how are you performing? I'm going to be doing some uh, songs. I'm going to be doing some Don Ho and some other things. That's awesome. Are you going to have costume changes? No, just... Just the, the white or the black? Black. The black. I like yeah. the black. I wish I had the white suit again. Yeah. No, I think the black. The black looks. The black's fun. good. No. Yeah. The black's. The black's. I think the best one. Maybe and you can go I'm, for like tangerine or. And then I'm. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could do that. Oh, I like that. Uh, I'd like to thank Connie for the beautiful shirt. Oh, another From, state uh, of. That's an amazing another store. Another state of mind. Yeah. Connie's one of my basically my and, favorite. And uh, they might be there tonight. Really? Yeah. I actually saw Connie. Um, we live in the same neighborhood, and I saw her picking up the remnants of what once was a cat on, yeah. on the road yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on there? I'm like, oh, hi, Connie. It's in the bright pink hair. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's reminding me of this thing. My mom, my dad goes to bed real early, and so my mom has all these cats. There's Garage Kitty. So she goes to check out Garage Kitty. They leave the garage cracked open a little bit. And the garage kitty's all like, like all weird. And she's like, what's going on? She sees like some blood and stuff. Thought she brought a dead bird in or something. But she found a a bunny, a little rabbit, but without the head. Oh, Oh, no. Right next to my dad's truck. And so it's like mom had to clean it up before he got up for work early. And it's just like, Yeah. We have some of our uplifting dead animals. Story. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, Elvis yeah. on that note, <laughs> there won't be dead animals. I no. no, no dead animals at the Elvis. No, party. I brushed out my beard this morning. So. No, um, <laughs> Ozzy won't be there. Ozzy won't be there. Okay. Good. Okay. But you'll be there. Are you going to be? will in, be there. Are you going to be in costume? Oh, I'm this? sorry. I forgot to mention that. Yes, um, I'll also be doing a couple of songs from the movie Grease. Oh, All nice. Right. Did you see the Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta are coming out with a Christmas album together? It looks awful and amazing. Are you serious? I'm serious. They're doing a um they're doing a follow-up to um You Better Shape Up or whatever the song was. I got to get that. You got it. If I if I come across a copy, I'm getting it for you. Yeah, I want Done. that. Done. 
Matter of fact, I wanted to do Olivia Newton-John. Doer, You're probably like, not the like only one. Yeah. yeah. What about now, though? She's had some some crazy plastic surgery stuff done. She has. So that don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Someone in the chat just says, "What a strange conversation." <laughs> <laughs> keep, I like. You that. gotta make the keep the upkeep. You know. Hey, the Pilates, whatever. Why the <laughs> hell do you think they say keep Portland weird? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I heard that was named after you. People don't like weird. Move to another city. Heck yeah. yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Oh, wait. Did you put something Yeah, I put something in? in there so that we can go out with it okay. for, exclusively for Elvis. Well, we're, we well thank you up. so much yeah. for uh, making us a stop on the Yeah, on the I know, you guys. Train. So what's yeah. what's the next stop? What happens well, next? Well, we got, uh, we're going to hit some s- strip clubs. Nice. We're going to go to Lucky Devil, I think, next. Perfect. Again? Again? Well, we haven't been there today. <laughs> And then uh, DV8 has a special prize those, for um, Those poor girls oh. can only get enough of me once a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot and, to and handle. And uh, of course, we have uh, Elvis's special birthday present that always comes from uh, those, um, me and Trace Shannon those, and Frank uh, Fallis poor and girls. David Kress. <laughs> and we are we take the other little Elvis fund. You're gonna you're gonna uh, you're a good friend. You're gonna torture <laughs> those poor girls of Lucky Devil again. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those are the ones getting tortured. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I know you had like he'd like to, to spank the girls. You can't touch them, but your one later on tonight, you might be able to spank. Oh, your lady is his lady. The lady of the night. A lady of the night. No, let me ask you this because I I have not I've I've rented strippers. I've never rented a toot. Like a, excuse me, I didn't mean to cook the table. I got a little excited. A working girl? A working girl. How does one find a working girl? Well, there's this uh, lovely magazine called Exotic Magazine. Okay. And they've got plenty of advertisements in there. Advertisements. So you can pick out your... your Yeah, you pick one out. And uh, I I call down and talk to them, and and they make sure that I get the right lady. Oh. Nice. All right. Which I've been in. For the king. I've been in Exotic Magazine twice. Oh, yeah? Are you for rent in there, too? (laughs) <laughs> What's your price? He's got strong hands. <laughs> <laughs> Name it, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys go have a good day. Go see some. Go see some boobs. This is Elvis, amazing. And go check it. And go. I uh, wish Elvis a happy birthday yourself tonight. Absolutely. At the Star Theater. Yeah. Doors at five. Come shows down. At seven. Say hi. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. And don't touch Jed's beer, or else his girlfriend will cut you. Yes. Yeah. But um, feel free to touch Elvis's. Yes. Yeah. Please come down tonight. Yeah. And why would they not want to? It's early. It's a lovely fall day. Absolutely. That well, I mean, I'm, I'm meant for you guys, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, then Elvis also has a karaoke night at the Tonic. Yeah. He brings his, brings his gig down, and, and it's also beard night. Awesome. You get, you get, oh, and you get two for once if you have a beard. Well, that's, wow. and, that's not cool. Oh, and also, uh, the 29th <laughs> of this month, I'm having a pre karaoke Halloween party. Nice. Done. Done. Is it a weekend? It's a no, Monday. it's a it's, it's a Monday. Monday. Yeah, okay. no, so we do it we do it on Mondays because all our friends are bartenders. Gotcha. And, um, so they party on Mondays. Okay. And uh, it's karaoke night. Uh, wear your costume. Costume contest. Costume contest. Win win a date but with Elvis. It's gonna be the weirdest costume wins okay. okay you know how not some, the best the weirdest yeah okay. you know how some places Creativity they have counts. the best costume well i want the weirdest costume 
wins. All right, okay? you guys, that's a challenge. That is a challenge. So on the 29th at the Tonic Lounge. The weirdest thing possible. Yeah. All right. Okay. Awesome. Well, we do have some Elvis to play you out with, so happy yes. birthday, friend. Happy birthday, Thank Elvis. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Yeah, and thanks you guys for stopping yeah, by. Anytime, time, guys. All Done. right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck out. You're right. I do think a threesome would bring us closer together. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. That's Portland Elvis. He is truly a Portland legend. Like, it's, if anyone's ever, like, I would guess about 80% of Portland knows who he is. Oh, yeah, at least. Yes. At least. And also, for those of you that don't know, Jed, who is in here, who's driving him around, is in Portlandia quite a bit. He's the very tall, bearded, tattooed man. Yeah, and he had, he had touched, slightly touched on it. Uh, do you remember, if you remember that report of men with guns over the Burnside Bridge, that was Jed and all of his bearded friends. That was him. <laughs> who someone that was called, him. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was very interesting. That was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both very nice. And like, and Jed you know, genuinely cares about Elvis and stuff. Yeah. And it's really cool to see like their friendship. They've been, they've been friends for years. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So he's a, and, and I, I really like Elvis. He's an old pervert, though. Oh, that Let he is. Tell you that, that he is. Every- but he did, I do want to say, too, he also knighted us. He has a cardboard sword with him, and he knighted both Sarah and I. You are Sir Greg, and I am Lady Sarah. And we are the uh, the king and queen of podcasters. <laughs> so this is an official title, and we will hold that over everyone. Officially granted by Elvis. That's true. We were knighted by Portland Elvis. We were knighted by Portland Elvis as the king and queen of podcasters. That's okay. And that's everywhere. That's everywhere. Everywhere. In the world. Portland. That's mm-hmm. in the world. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll get that framed. I think Jed took some pictures, too. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan's saying, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Keelan, really? you can be the queen. <laughs> yeah, okay. Keelan, Keelan King is the queen of all podcasting. <laughs> and Sarah says that Greg needs to boost the ego. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <sighs> well, there we go. Um, I Did think we? we've I think we've done enough damage for yeah. today. Yeah, I think we've done enough damage. It's been a fun day. Oh mm-hmm. crap! I need to move my car. The you need to move your car, and we also have something else that we're going to be recording. Yes, are we doing that later. live? Today? It might be live. Uh, stay tuned to our Twitter account if you are listening live right now, because this is the only way you're going to hear about this until after the show gets posted up. Um, Twitter.com slash FunAmpRadio. We are going to be interviewing Arj Barker mm-hmm. coming up later today. I don't know exactly when it's going to be, but um, if we're going live, we will make sure and post that so that everyone knows and you can tune back in and hear Arj. And if you have any questions, let us know too. Yeah. All right. And uh, uh, Keelan says, I have one goal in life to dethrone Greg Nibbler. It'll never happen. So. <laughs> well, we do have a couple of birthdays. So, well, first off, oh, we, we do. have... Um, we have an anniversary wish that we wanted to give. So Absolutely. We want to wish a very happy 15th anniversary to Brian and Leah. Brian and Leah. Brian and Leah, happy 15th anniversary. I would play Elvis, but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we have a couple other birthdays, of course. Um, Portland Elvis's birthday was today, and we already played him, Little Drunk Elvis. Um, I think there might be two Drunk Elvises today. <laughs> uh, zinger. Next up, we have Lisa. Yes, Lisa, my it's friend Lisa. Lisa, and I don't know what you think. I like you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so because she was telling Tuggy that she wasn't sure if I like her. I I like you very much. Okay, you're a very nice lady. That is cleared up. And happy fucking birthday, lady. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Hot damn right. And by happy birthday, I mean it was yesterday and I forgot to do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> and also, finally, we have one more birthday. We want to wish a very happy birthday to one... Ryan Sennett, whose Indeed. Mickey's sign is a glow in our green room. And Elvis was actually just commenting on what a cool sign it was. Uh, Ryan gave us this really awesome vintage mean green uh, Mickey's sign yep, it that is we have hanging in our, green, in our green room. Resplendent in the green room. It thank you, sir. Yes, thank you. And happiest of birthdays. Indeed. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. All right. Yes. I think that's enough damage for today. But uh, coming up here, yeah, later on, Arch Barker. So just follow us on Twitter, and we will let you know if that's going to be live. If not, you will hear it on the podcast. Indeed. Later on today. At some point. At some point. It's a busy day. Do we have any? There we go. There we go. There's a lot of shit going on That's over what here. I was waiting for. That's what I was waiting for. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show. If you'd like to support us additionally, you can, uh, anytime you're buying something from Amazon, just go to our website first. Go to funemploymentradio.com. There's an Amazon link on the right-hand side. Just click on that. That's all you have to do. It takes you right to Amazon. But then it lets them know that uh, you support us, and then yes. they help support us financially. La, 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 Costs la. you nothing extra. Nothing. Just a click. A click of the button. You're a click of the button. Your face is a click of the button. No. Yes. So, thank you very much, everyone. We we greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Um, coming up tomorrow, I cannot remember who is on the show tomorrow. I apologize. Yeah. I am blanking. <laughs> I'm blanking, We're too. getting used to this doing 10 shows a week because we also... Uh, do uh, do Sportlandy from the Trailblazers <laughs> every morning at 9 a.m. And this has just been going on for two weeks. So apologies for our slight absent-mindedness. Yes. I would say. <laughs> We're chugging along. Sasquatch. Not butt chugging. Puts, no. a, puts a warning in the chat that says, great show. No butt chugging tonight. Nope. No butt chugging. <laughs> Keep away from None the butt None of you chugging. butt chug. You don't want to turn out like Alexander P. Broughton. It's scotch. <laughs> Broughton. Yep. Broughton. Who is forever scotch. known as the butt chugger because he's deciding to bring... All this extra attention on himself. If you are actively denying that much, all I can picture is you with a giant tube in your ass pouring Franzia in your butthole. That's all I can think. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in. (laughs) Oh, I can barely breathe. Me too. We'll talk to you later. I think I'm going to do my dishes today. Oh, God. That's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. Wish me luck. I figure I should do them now while I can't breathe. Full of fungus babies pretty (laughs) soon. That's ample ground for them. We'll be back tomorrow or later with more (laughs) Fun Employment Radio.